Westbrook Calling. It's time for Westbrook Calling, a weekly journal about the people who live and work at Westbrook Residential Care Facility. Westbrook, giving residents and staff an awesome place to be. And now here's the host of Westbrook Calling, Martha Armstrong. Good afternoon. Welcome to Westbrook Calling. My name's Martha Armstrong, and today we're going to be visiting with one of my favorite residents. But I have lots of favorite residents, but this just happens to be one of them. Frank McMurray. Hi, Frank. Hi. How are you, Martha? I'm doing well. Would you like to tell me where you were born? I was born in Brooklyn, New York. In Brooklyn, New York. You're kidding. I would have never guessed. Really? (laughs) Nice of you to say, I guess. (laughs) Yes. Were you the only son, or what was your family like? Only son. I had uh, three sisters Mm -hmm. and two aunts living in the house. Oh, my. And my father and I, and that was it. (laughs) So you learned how to deal with women, it sounds like, then. Yeah. So what... Um, let's see. Tell me a little bit about what it was like in New York. I've never been to New York, and I know you spent most of your life in the Brooklyn area. Yes, I did. In Brooklyn, in different places in Brooklyn. But what would that have been like? Well, it was rural when I first started there. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. There was little 10, 15, 20-acre farms. Oh, my. And they raised potatoes, mostly, and cabbage. Hmm. And we had a lot of Irish immigrants in the area. And then after the war, we had Italian immigrants coming in. Mm-hmm. And it was a good neighborhood. I would have never thought rounded. about being rural. That, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It filled in pretty quick, though. We had a, a stream, for want of a better term, that came in for about a mile. It was just something that doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. And it was deep enough for the local boats. Oh, my. The commercial Mm -hmm. fishermen to park their boats. And later on, they opened that up much wider and put four more in where we used to live. And they were all mini mansions then. I have no idea what they're selling for now. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It changed the whole tune of the neighborhood, though. It was a wonderful, quiet neighborhood, and everybody knew everybody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, And you went to school there, grew up in that area, went to high school. Yeah. What did you like? What were some of your hobbies? What were the things that you liked to do? Well, I used to like to work on saddles. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a gentleman that owned a bike shop. And I would go up, at the time I was playing ukulele, and I would go up to his shop and play along with him. Mm-hmm. Then later on, he had an extra guitar, and he gave it to me. He said, try this. And I had to learn all the chording and changes. But make a long story short, that's what got me started that's in music. What, is that right? And you yeah. enjoyed the music, and didn't you start you a band? Did you have a band? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a five-piece band. Mm-hmm. Was that in high school, or was that Yeah, after? it was the last two years I was in high school, mm-hmm. and two years after I graduated. Then the uh, disc jockeys started, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the people were hiring them. It was a heck of a lot cheaper. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And I can understand that, you know. What kind of music and what kind of venues? I mean, what, where did you play and for who? And Well, we played at bar mitzvahs. Mm-hmm. 
We played at weddings. We played at graduation parties mm-hmm. and proms. Mm-hmm. And we played in uh, the smaller nightclubs. Is that right? Yeah. Now, what, what instruments were in your group? I know you said you were guitar. Oh, we had a trumpet, a piano, saxophone player, and he played clarinet and accordion. Mm-hmm. And everybody played at least two instruments Is in the group. Is that right? So we'd be shifting. Mm-hmm. And so you, were you sorry to see that come to an end? Was that yeah, something I that was. you, that you I really, really was because it gave you a chance to meet mm-hmm. so many different people mm-hmm. with so many different attitudes. Did you keep up playing the guitar? Yes, I did. I worked in a recording studio for a few years. Mm-hmm. And it's just there wasn't enough money in, mm-hmm. in it to do well, anything. Well, tell us a little bit about the one time you were doing some studio work and who you worked with. Oh, well, I never saw him, as I said, but Frank Sinatra came in to cut a record. And we played, we did it twice, Mm -hmm. two takes, and then it was good, and that was the end of that. Is that right? He was gone before I even packed up. (laughs) (laughs) But you can say you did it, that's right. Oh, yeah. So did did your... uh, in later life, when you were married and with your family and your children, were they at all musical as you were growing up? Uh, not really. They not weren't interested in music. Is that right? Mm-hmm. They'd like me to play. Mm-hmm. We'd go camping a lot mm-hmm. when we lived in New York. and I'd bring the guitar with me, and mm-hmm. we'd sing songs around the fire and that type of thing. But you, did you meet your, your wife as a, in high school, or was this a high school no, romance? It was two years after I graduated, I met her. And her cousin lived in the same house. And the guy who was going to see her, Jimmy, asked me for a ride. He didn't have a car that Mm -hmm. was functioning. So I was a mess. I just got done compounding and waxing the car. I said, well, I'll give you a quick ride over, but I'm not getting out of the car. Mm -hmm. Well, next thing I know, her cousin is down there, too. (laughs) So what am I going to do? I have to get out and talk to her. Uh, and she looked at me. <laughs> this is the way you come and visit people? <laughs> but it worked out okay. Mm-hmm. She saw something, though, under she all the... She must have, all the behind compound. all the mess. Yeah. <laughs> so you married then soon after, or how long? Two years after. Two years. Mm-hmm. We just went out dating sporadically the first year, and then we got engaged. Mm-hmm. And back then... You waited one year from the day you got engaged before you get married. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that your Irish background? I mean, that... Well, actually, that was the Italian background. Oh, the Italian background, okay. Her mom's parents were from Italy. Mm-hmm. She was the first, one of the first ones born in this country. And her dad was the same thing, but from Ireland. Is that right? Oh, you wanted to hear them argue <laughs> <laughs> with the two different accents. It was I bet quite that a, was interesting. <laughs> quite an accomplishment. <laughs> so you lived there in New York then, and what did you, uh, career-wise, what did you go into? What did you work Oh, the at? first thing I did was I went to work in bookkeeping department of a bank. Mm-hmm. And that was nice, but I felt so... Locked in. I like to be out and moving, you know, and seeing people. Right. And the, the bookkeeping was upstairs in a hole almost, you know. <laughs> so I decided, well, I'm not staying here. So I quit. And then a friend of mine said, I'm making pretty good money driving the bus. So I said, all right, I'll try that for a mm-hmm. while. And I did. I mm-hmm. drove for a while. 
Then I heard about openings. I, I drove for about three years. And that's why you were still living in the Brooklyn area at that oh, time? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's where mm -hmm. you all had your home. Mm -hmm. And um, I heard about openings at TWA, mm -hmm. so I went and applied and got hired. Mm -hmm. So the first, back then when you got hired in, I don't care if you were a licensed aircraft mechanic, you started down the bottom. So they started you in fleet service, which was cleaning inside and outside of the planes. Mm -hmm. And that was at the hangar. Then if you worked at the terminal, you cleaned just the inside, but you cleaned where the passengers had mm -hmm. left the mess or didn't oh leave my. a mess. Well, we're going to hear more about that in just a moment. This is Westbrook Calling, and we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Westbrook Care Center in Kearney, where caring comes naturally. I'm so pleased to know Mom is in caring and loving hands. It's comforting to know she's receiving the very best in medical and physical care. And I'm very happy to know the staff at Westbrook cares for my mom as much as I do. I'm so thankful for them every day. Caring at Westbrook Care Center seems to come so naturally. Mom really loves the experience of independent living, as well as the round-the-clock care available at Westbrook. Westbrook Care Center, winner of the Best Assisted Living Facility Award in 2018 by SeniorAdvisor.com. The address is 401 South Platte Clayway in Kearney, Missouri, and the phone number is 816-628-2222. Westbrook Care Center, where caring comes naturally. Welcome back, Frank. We were talking about you hiring on at TWA, which is kind of interesting to me because my husband went to work at about the same time as, your, as you did yeah, yeah. with that, and you said you went into fleet service. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He went into fleet service, too? No, he didn't, but I said that's what you said, that you had gone into fleet service yeah. and cleaning yep. up after people. And <laughs> Yeah. Then from there, I went to ramp services, which was loading the planes, working at the, at the at warehouse, mm -hmm. so you always had a lot of lifting. Mm -hmm. Then I decided, well, this is pretty nice, but I think they had an opening of security, mm -hmm. so I went to security. Mm -hmm. And I did basically security and fire department from then on. Mm -hmm. How long did you work for TWA there before you ended up back here with TWA? Oh, about four or five years. Mm -hmm. And you got an opportunity to come here. What was that a big decision to make, or was it? Just uh, no, a I was. I came out here. I ran for office and got elected with the union, mm -hmm. and I was a representative for them. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't work for TWA anymore. I see. But I heard about this opening, and I said, "That sounds good. Mm -hmm. I'm going there," because I had been out here many times. I see. So you on and your liked the area. Mm -hmm. So I decided that's. Spoke to my wife, and she agreed. We took the five kids. And mm -hmm. She stayed in New York until the house sold. Mm -hmm. And then I went back and rented a truck, and we loaded it up and you came come to out here. And since then, I have no regrets. Is that right? Well, yeah. that's good. That's None. good. I know it, um, you had five children. Is that correct? Yes. Five mm -hmm. girls, all girls? Or no, four girls and one boy. Four girls and boy, just kind of like your family. 
kind of you had three sisters and a and yeah you, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah very similar to the same you grow up the same way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well you want to tell me about your wife oh sure ellen was uh irish italian mm-hmm. and she cooked wonderful italian food <laughs> and and one time my folks come over and the italian americans have a habit they will cook two full meals oh my for the same sitting Mm. But they sit there from noon till four thirty, five o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, <laughs> my. You have fruit, you have bread and wine, you, mm-hmm. you know, it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. And lots of conversation, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when Ellen said, I'm going to get the other meal, my father blew his top. He couldn't stand sitting in one place. <laughs> so right? he says, I'm going in the living room. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. That was that. Huh? We had a good time anyway. <laughs> he kept peeking over, looking in. He was interested, but he didn't want to be in there. Huh? Oh no! Yeah. No. So, well, and your wife passed away a few years ago. Was that before before you came here? Oh yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yep. And so then, after you moved here, you met someone here. That oh kind yes, of I did. Took your eye, I think. When you I first t- moved in. April took me down the dining room, too, and showed me where the openings were. But the first one we showed, she showed me was right next to Ann. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I said, I want to sit here. April <laughs> said, well, we have seats over there. I said, I don't want them. I want to sit here. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, okay. Kind of looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the beginning. That was the beginning of a fine romance. That's wonderful. That. Yeah. And yeah. it's always fun that Frank and uh, Anne both are members of our singing group, the Primetime Singers, and they'll come wheeling down in their chairs, and it's always, and Frank has always been a real help to me with the choir, because he'll get, he's tall, and I'm short, and so he'll get the books down for me, but, but he's injured, he's back here recently, so he hasn't been able to, to help me with that, but he's a, a real asset to our, to the, to the singing group, and, and, uh, I cl- we call it a choir, but we really were more of a jazz group than we yes, are a choir yeah. because we sing a lot mm-hmm. of big band and, and music like that that we that we enjoy. And so, you have anything special that you thought about that you wanted to talk about today about about why you came here and how it's been since well, you came here? Yeah, originally when I came here, my children had looked at the place <laughs> when I was in the hospital, and then I went to rehab. And they came to pick me up, and they said, just come and look at it. Mm -hmm. So I did that. Mm -hmm. I looked at it, and I went home for two weeks. And then they said, I think we all think you should move over there, Mm because I was alone in a big house. Mm -hmm. I was content. Mm -hmm. but So I came over and looked at it again. Then I had to go back into rehab. When I come out of rehab, they talk, took me here. Yeah, they just didn't even I had bother. the room, all the furniture, the clothes were in there. <laughs> so I said, I don't like this. <laughs> but I'm glad I stayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it seems to be a, a good fit for you and, and you. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent mm-hmm. decision. Mm-hmm. And you like the staff and the, the different people that oh, are around. Yeah. Oh, we have yeah. to get a little plug for, for Westbrook in here as we're oh, going yeah. along. <laughs> Not actually a plug because I don't know of anybody here who doesn't like I'm, and respect them because that's they right. go yeah. out of their way for you. That's right. 
they do the staff and everybody is very yeah. i don't know it's just like we talked about in the interview that we had with steve the owner that people are content and the uh the staff seems to be helpful and and caring there's just a good yep. caring atmosphere oh, yeah. so i appreciate you being with me this afternoon well and, thank you for having uh, me and if you think of anything you want to come back on another day Why, and sure. some more stories well we would love to do that with you okay so, thank you martha so thank you thank you for being with us this afternoon as we spoke with frank mcmurray here at westbrook calling and uh, we will see you next time